What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Down the, download their app and be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I am Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guys, Big Dave Watson. He is at Bow BAWL Sports. In your face. Will the Goat Gottlieb in your face. He is at Will underscore Gottlieb. We are Will, we are CHGO underscore uh. Bulls. Steven Nicholas filling in for Steve. Joey Spathis on the production controls today. What's Joey, up and thank Joey you, Joey thought he could come for your job and then he lost his. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened to Joey. Did we leave him in Paris? We may have left him in Paris. Joey nicknames on the loose. Uh, also wanted to give a quick shout out and welcome to some uh, DePaul journalism students who are hanging out with us here at CHGO Studios. Professor Moriano from the Bears beat brought yes, in some yes. uh, some up and coming journalists, and I have to on the record apologize mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. for my outburst because it's going to happen. Or yeah, well, you, we you all guys, actually pretty tame. We, like, uh, I, I dropped a loud f bomb walking away from that you TV as the Bulls were choking. No you threw your hat on the ground. You didn't throw it at the TV. Glued to my you head. You were PG thirteen pecs. I didn't want to hit PG-13 some some poor pecs? journalism student with a Show straight what hat. what it is, man. Show Spe- the truth. Speaking of which, we the have hats. we have a bit where Matt throws hats, so you guys mm-hmm. might want to. Yeah, they're coming that way. They're, 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 they're coming, coming that way. See, like you know. Side table with extra hats that they keep that right there. They're they're coming that way. They're on the way. Oh goodness gracious! That was some trash, guys. (laughs) What happened? Real trash. What happened? I have no idea, man. (laughs) What happened is the Bulls lost to the Wayward Pacers, one sixteen to one ten. This is a Pacers team that had lost their. Previous seven games coming into tonight. Mm. Sans Tyrese Halliburton, their best player. This was a Pacers team that was trailing to our Bulls by 21 points earlier tonight's contest. Miles Turner goes off in the third quarter. The Bulls offense wheels fall off in the fourth quarter. Turnovers, ugly possessions, bad shots. Can't even get the ball in bounds on your last possession. Yikes. Just when you think this team is starting to get its shit together. (laughs) You go and pull some crap like that. When we did the show yesterday, there's one. Damn it! We did the show yesterday, and you, we were talking about, oh, man, the Bulls can go on that run, you know, get back to 500. It's why I said immediately they don't deserve that. No. I was like, they don't deserve for us to be saying those kind of things. It needs to be on a game-by-game basis. This is the shit I'm talking about. This is why it should be on a game-by-game basis. Yes, it was the land of lollipops and rainbows early on. And God knows I love a goddamn lollipop. <laughs> but my God, dog, when they got to that third quarter and Miles Turner, Miles Turner is taking step back threes. Okay, McConnell, Mitch McConnell, I ain't saying your real name, your Mitch McConnell is out here cooking. Ball. Cooking I'm very good at playing defense. Cooking ball. Cat. Why does he have a double double? Out here cooking these dudes. Not just a double double, 20 points. 20 and 10. And was talking crazy the whole time, man. It was insane. Zach Levine, the worst, oh my God, that was the worst ball handling performances I've seen in quite a long time, and especially in that fourth quarter. It wasn't new because he was getting clamped up by McCollum pretty much the whole game. But, but in that just, fourth quarter, it was showing hard. Stop for a second and repeat that sentence. That he was getting clamped up by, by McConnell. He was getting clamped up by McConnell. Man. Yeah, he was. Zach struggles with ball with guys who play defense like that. <laughs> like McConnell like that. But my God, dog. Like was it when that they were bad? running a pick and roll at, at like 
and McConnell was getting brought up to get switched on to Zach, we were yelling at the TV. <laughs> Dude, like, no, balls. Dude, what are you doing? And then the IQ, the low IQ, you just saw it really come out in that fourth quarter, fam. When, he's, when he gets a travel for some reason or another, he's not even anywhere near the three-point line, he gets called for a travel. The inbounds pass. The Bulls are one of the worst teams in the NBA out of the timeout. They're one of the worst. They are near the bottom, or if not the, at the bottom. They are one of the worst. You saw that on full display. Not one, as the DePaul student said, not one timeout, two. Two of them damn timeouts. And you, that's the play you got out of that? That right there? And giving it to Vooch. Vooch just looked at it like, well, I'm seven feet tall, but I'm not eight feet tall. Dude, what is this going – that was just so frustrating, man, just because that team and how bad the Pacers were, we were talking about how, man, this team might be tanking. Like, this team only look like they want to win right now. They lost seven straight. And then they said, well, here come the Bulls. We'll get that W that way, man. Gross. It was gross. Does, does your team need a get-right game? <laughs> just just have the Bulls come get to the town. Bulls, They'll come take on care in. of that for we you. We got you covered, man. We got you covered on that. Ugh. Appreciate you being mad with us, Mike. I mean, dude, but damn, bro. That's that's just sad, bro. That was yeah, I mean, sad. Bro. You're right to bring up those Zach turnovers. He also had a, a really rough shooting night. Four of 14, 0 of 7 from downtown. Sheesh. Will... Dave didn't come out and say it just now. I'm going to come out and say it. This loss is on Zach Levine. At oh. least, in my opinion, this loss is on Zach. Damn. Yeah, I don't really, like, call him out or, like, buy into the whole subscribe to the, like, he shouldn't have been a Max guy narrative. I'm like, not this, saying that This right is a now. game where, I mean, your, your Max player is getting clamped by <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Yeah. yeah. He's oh. fumbling the ball out of his hands just trying to dribble to the basket. Yeah. They had to call a timeout on an inbounds play because he couldn't get the ball in. And then Billy Donovan said, actually, Alex Crusoe, why don't you take the ball out? Because yeah. I can't do it. That was a really bad Zach Levine game. And I think they lost this game for a variety of different reasons. And I'm trying to, like, formulate my thoughts here. Mm -hmm. But, like, Zach Levine was Because you were writing about a blowout win at halftime? I, yeah. That's... You did it too, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, I wasn't the only one. I had I had eight hundred words, man. I had the stream done. Oh, Bulls win <laughs> big. Four Steven straight. came over like one early game mid away fourth quarter. Like I had eight hundred words. <laughs> that hurts. That honestly might hurt more than the game. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. I had to start over. That, you made that, the goat start that's over. a lesson the journalism kids kids need to learn. Is hey, so if you're on the beat and you're writing about a game, that script can flip real quick, real fast, in a hurry, man. But, dude, like, Zach, I mean, six turnovers, man. And they were all just really, really bad. And then the unforced ones is what I'm tripping on. Ugh. You know, the tra traveling is oh. wild to me. And you I think that's I mean? where the things throwback, got. The throwback, Zach just bounces it off his knee when he's trying to drive to the lane. So oh, bad. it's a class vintage Zach. Vintage. I think the <sighs> thing that really frustrates me about this, the way that this game ended, because they obviously did play really well in the first half. Yeah. So I want to focus on the second half, is that they just devolved into – Everything that they have over the last however many games where they've put together a nice stretch, they've devolved back into like this your turn, my turn. We're going to force yeah. everything. Yeah. We are just going to do whatever we can. Like DeMar DeRozan put his head down. Zach put his head down. Just take turns trying to make some magic happen. And that's when they're at their worst. Yeah. And they just kept on going back to that well. And it's just like, have we not learned anything yeah. from the way that we started the season to the way that we finally started putting some good basketball together? And when you have that momentum going and you think you're a good team and you've won, you know, 11 out of 16 or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then you have this loss to a team that, as you said, is tanking their way out of the playoffs. They're missing their best player. They've lost seven in a row. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you're trying to like 
make us make a run here. Get in, yeah. get out of the basement. Mm-hmm. That's just that's bad. And I just make the like the, the teams. You know what I'm saying that you're playing are clearly there to help you get out of the basement. You know yeah. what I mean? Charlotte, you know, forget Atlanta, you know, because they're solid, but they always play Atlanta tough, however, when they play. But this team, Indiana, like we said, Charlotte, uh, Orlando, you know what I'm saying? All Detroit. These teams, I'm not saying they're gimmies. Detroit, right. I'm not saying they're gimmies, but these are teams you play when you're like, okay, we need to get right. No, the Bulls are becoming that team that teams play when they need to get right, when they got to have it right, man, when they need a W and they need a victory. It's just trash, man. Boots. Had 12, 8, and 4 in the first half. Mm-hmm. He finished with 20, 8, and 5. Mm. He did not get a rebound. How? I don't think and the entire team gave, got a rebound. How they, do you do they that? Gave up so many rebounds, offensive rebounds in the first half. I'm going to look up the in the second half. I'm, I'm looking I, at the second half. Uh, I'm, I'm very lost right pa- now. Pacers finished with 14 offensive rebounds on the night. Damn. Um, <laughs> yeah, they had but, 6 in the first half, 8 in the second half. So wow. Like, that you're just giving away possessions. Yeah, yeah. And Terrible. On the offensive end, uh, you know, you mentioning Vooch kind of quieting down uh, Zach's turnovers. Gabriel in the comments saying too much ISO tonight. I wholeheartedly agree. The Bulls had 19 assists as a team on 43 made baskets. Ooh. In this recent stretch of games when Zach, DeMar, and Vooch have all been playing well, Vooch has been a bigger part of Correct. this team's offensive system. Correct. The ball is moving, and Correct. guys are getting clean looks. Guys who actually can knock down threes are getting clean looks, and they're also getting good looks inside. Tonight, that was not there. Yeah. It was like just simple, ugly pick and roll that wasn't working, and Zach and DeMar going, your, your turn, my turn, yeah. which we have seen a million times over spanning one and a half seasons now mm-hmm. is not a winning formula for this team. Yeah. And there it is. That's that again. DeMar DeRozan, 30-plus tonight, and another, another Bulls loss. L. Yeah. That's how it's working, man. And it's just so wild because we just saw this yesterday. We talked about on the show, you know, the energy, the ball having energy. You know, that how what kind of rhythm that they played with and how smooth and nice it looked because everybody was touching the ball. Everybody was getting the chance to do that thing. But like you said, Matt, like it just got real clunky at the end. Like they were running it through Vooch. We saw it. Like I thought they had figured it out. Like, okay, yes, Vooch should have the ball and be, you know, facilitating and letting everybody touch it, letting everybody get it. Forget the three-point shooting. You know what I mean? Like that's just – they're not going to be a good three-point shooting team. It's the fact that he wasn't getting the ball enough to allow himself to facilitate and get everybody involved. It became hero ball after a while. And I understand why because in the third quarter they just started cooking. And your first instinct is go to DeMar DeRozan. Go to DeMar DeRozan. Get him the ball. Let's get him into it. He's going to do that. But then on the other end, what are you going to do? You have to play defense on the other end. You have to stop McConnell from looking like Allen Iverson out here on cats. You know what I mean? Like, you got to play defense like that. And they didn't do that. Like, it just was – and then it just all fell apart in that fourth quarter. That was that was just trash, bro. That was trash. It was trash. Trash. Period, point, blank, hot garbage is what that was, ladies and gents. I'm sorry y'all had to watch that. The optimist, folks. But it was what it is. I'm optimist. <laughs> you know I am positive, but I am honest. You, you can't. Right. There's no. That is the truth, There's bro. no positive way to spin a loss like that. There just trash. isn't. It was trash, Especially man. when we've spent all week talking to the players and them saying, we know what time it is. We understand where we are in the standings right now. We know that you can't mess around anymore. Yeah. They don't have any more games to give away. They're already in the second half of the season. They can't just keep doing this. And yet, yeah. here we are. Here we are. They keep doing this. Kobe, 3 of 11. Caruso 0-3. Uh, 
You know what I mean? Like, these are guys who we thought had it figured out, at least to a point of what oh, they know how to do. Patrick Williams, God, five the, shots. The bull shot you know? 20% from <laughs> three. percent from three. They shot 24 threes. That's five, <laughs> that's five below their team average, which is the league Middle. low yeah. by, like, yeah. a three and a half per game. That's you're just, tough, you're not going to. My that's goodness. Tough. You're not even going to. And the Pacers tried. You know what I mean? They definitely tried. They kudos to them. They did their part to try to lose this game. They put in their effort. And then Miles Serta just said, nope, I'm going to do something in the third quarter. And in the fourth quarter, they said, well, since they don't want to win, we'll go ahead and take it. You know, uh, my man, I, I always butcher his name. Am I saying it right? Uh, uh, the rookie on, on the Pacers. Martin. Matherin. 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 Thank you. Matherin. Benedict. Matherin, 34 minutes off the bench. Off the bench. Came in cooking them cats. 26 and 7, talking all kinds of craziness, saying something about people's mamas out there. That dude was disrespectful, all right? But he was handling his business out there as a rookie. You know what I mean? You're getting worked out by this rookie out here, man. Yeah. None of it made sense, man. It made no sense in that second half. And the Bulls, I don't know, man. They just they shut down against these kind of teams. Both Matherin and Miles Turner each had eight points at halftime. <laughs> And they finished they with... They both finished with 26. 26 Steve. and 26? Steve! Man. What is that? Uh, come on. I don't even Steve. know what to say. Wait. Come on, man. These guys can't do? be dropping 18 on a half on you. Uh, <laughs> like it's nothing. Like it's nothing, man. Like and, it was nothing. Uh, and here, here we go with like some of the post-game comments from Billy coming in. Okay. Casey Johnson just tweeted, Billy Donovan said that the Bulls talked at halftime about how the Pacers... Uh, um, sorry, wrong, wrong tweet. Uh, Bulls looked overwhelmed when the Pacers' intensity level increased. Right. Are you kidding me? Like, right. The Pacers you're overwhelmed by the level. Pacers' intensity. The Pacers' intensity. You're trying level. to be a playoff team. On yes. that same Deal note, Aki in the comments saying, "Why does the Why does this team just forget all the good stuff that makes them win? Mm. Passing, Vooch, taking care of the ball. They panic when adversity rises, and all these fundamentals." are thrown in the dumpster. Fact. That's how I felt watching that third and fourth quarter tonight. Mm -hmm. And it was after, I think, uh, an, a Billy timeout, the Pacers had trimmed the Bulls' lead down to single digits from right. 11 to 9 right. and were continuing their run that stretched from the end of the second quarter. And as soon as the Bulls started their next possession after that timeout, I was like, this is the same flat energy. And the Pacers just spent that timeout getting each other even more jacked up. Correct. They came out with an escalated level of energy from what was getting them back in the game, and the Bulls came back out with the same flat energy. Just flat. How? Man. Why? How do they forget basketball? That play Caruso did in that fourth for some reason. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. <laughs> At that point, you were still protecting a lead, yes. and the clock is, you know, running clock is your friend, and he, like, tried to make a beeline to the bucket baseline and got trapped back there. and. What they, are you doing? They gave it to Pat. He and of course he don't know what to do with the basketball in that time. He probably turns that joint over. Like it was just all kinds of bad, all kinds of bad. I don't understand what happened between yesterday and today. Like you saw what you did. You know what you did. You were there. You were on the floor. You know what you have to do to be a successful basketball team. They didn't do any of it. You know what I mean? They reverted back to the things that don't work for them, which is just the ISO ball, which is, hey, give them the ball, get out the way, which is, you know, well, fine, I'll take it. You know what I mean? When Zach gets in that mind state, when he's having that bad game, he's going to make it a worse game. You know what I mean? That because honestly, he's trying to get buckets, but it ain't going to work that way. That honestly felt like it could have gone the direction of the Magic game where Billy just 
probably could have benched Zach. Mm. That's how bad he was playing. I know yeah. he had like Man. had scored more points. Yeah, and he was like going to the basket early, but he was literally dribbling the ball, dribbling the ball off his foot. Yeah, he couldn't bad. get the ball inbounds. It was he, bad, Zach. He he was for, and he was forcing it. He was yeah. trying to create when he right. just was. He didn't have it tonight. Yeah, and like I don't give them a pass for being on the second night of a back to back. I don't either. They no. had one game all of last week. I, I get the travel, the sleep. Like we're dealing with the two guys. <laughs> we're, we're doing our show. We're here. It's <laughs> it's whatever time in Paris right now. Like deal with it. Yeah. You, can, you in, intensity throwing you off of your game. Yeah. Come on. No, you're, not, you're, you're trying to be a playoff team. Correct. Not you can't handle the, intensity. Against a team that lost seven in a row. I don't care if you don't bring the intensity, but like you have to be able to counter that and and not fall into the pressure trap right. of there's a guy getting up into me. Right. I'm gonna dribble the ball off my foot. Right. You are an NBA player. You are better than that. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna take our first break here on CSGO Bulls post game. Uh, we'll come back. We'll get to some super chats. I've seen a bunch come through, so Steven will have those queued up for us. Throw us some super chats if you feel like Throw it while you're it. waiting. Also, while we are sharing some words from our friends and sponsors, do us a favor, hit that thumbs up button. Do that. We got 240 people watching post game, only 31 likes. Hey, people. Let's get that ratio closer to one to one, people. Let's get that up there. Also, make sure you're subscribed to CHGO Sports YouTube if you aren't already. We just crossed 24K during post game hey. last night. Shout out. Shout out and appreciation to all of Shout you out. who helped us get there. Yeah. I'm Whew. on it. I'm on it. Let me talk about something. That makes people happy. Please do. And that's saving energy and money. That's makes you happy. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, y'all, is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes, because I'm a fancy man. <laughs> An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. With, <laughs> within three to four weeks, Customers will receive me. a report detailing energy efficiency projects. I said projects. You hear me? Mm -hmm. That can start work. That they can start working fancy, on man. immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, projected costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. Word to James Brown. Now don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment. Go to comment.com/slash. Powering Biz, B-I-Z. Ready to sign up for a facility assessment? Are you? Good. Then call them at 1-855-433-2700 during normal business hours to speak with the Comet Energy Efficiency Program representative. Email them at businessee at comet.com or request an assessment online because you are smart on their website, which is comet.com slash facility assessment. Facilitate. Facilitate. Oh, thank you, Comet, for always being there. Yes. Uh, tonight's <laughs> episode of Post Game Off. Fancy. Because <laughs> I am fancy a man, fancy yeah. man. <laughs> I picture Big Dave wearing a tux and like a top hat you monocle know what I'm when he said that. No top hat. No top hat. No, no top, top hat. hat. No, no, no. Take the tux, though. Probably so some tails. Ba there. Backwards bulls cap, but, but can we still have the monocle? 
No monocle, but glasses. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll, yes. I can rock. I'll get you, I, I, I'll get you some dope make, glasses. I can make glasses work. Well, I can't wear tails because if I wear tails, I got to wear a top hat. So, no, no tails on it. No tails. Fair enough. Yeah. Tonight's episode of Post Game also brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. DraftKings. Take your shot at turning buckets into big cash. Oh, he meant that. With DraftKings Sportsbook, <laughs> an official betting partner of the NBA, our official betting partner at CHGO. They're my go-to for hoops action. <laughs> And right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. Tonight's DraftKings player of the game, king of the game. Guess who? In a losing effort, sadly, it is DeMar DeRozan, who had a very efficient 33 points on 14 of 21 from the field. That is efficient. Chipping in five boards, three assists. The man did what he did. Yeah. And... As we were mentioning earlier, another one of these games where DeMar puts in 30 and the Bulls lose, it's hard to pin this one on, oh, well, too much ISO DeMar because that was kind of the only thing that was working. <laughs> right, exactly. And uh, but and it wasn't even that. They refused to do anything else. Right. So, they, you know, hopefully, you know, next time he's the king of the game, he'll also be the king of the fourth, and the Bulls will be yeah. coming away with the victory. Yeah, man. But he's still... The DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game. Shout out. Because the man poured in 33 points on very efficient shooting. He's efficient. We recognize that. Mm -hmm. Also, being Tuesday, it is DraftKings Pick of the Week time. Okay. You want my Pick of the Week? I'm scared. Bulls got the Hornets on deck Thursday. One of the worst teams in the NBA. I believe <laughs> they have it in, baby. I believe they have 13 wins. <laughs> you want my DraftKings Pick of the Week? Take them plus the points against the Bulls on Thursday. Money this Bulls team is crap. They're pissing me off, and my DraftKings pick of the week is for them to lay another egg the day after tomorrow. There's your DraftKings pick of the week, Bulls. Bucket time. Use <laughs> promo code CHGL when you sign up at DraftKings. <laughs> Can't keep up with these things. Yeah, no, it gets worse every time. Hat throw counter's got to be. Should we, just, should we just flow right into the anger meter? Oh, flow. oh, yeah. Oh, like oh, that. We haven't uh, get some flow to our offense. <laughs> I just board. assumed. I just assumed that happened while I blacked out with white hot fury in the first few minutes of the game. Oh, there it is. The Let's anger, get that meter. anger meter going, baby. Make what it happen. Got? What we got? I told. I told Steve when is I was at a full 90? on ninety tonight. Ooh, a full ninety. That is yeah, ten shy right of blowing a gasket. Yeah, man. How? On the way. You were up by twenty one. Twenty one, man. Against a crap team, Savage. missing their best player. On a seven-game losing streak. How? 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 And not just a team on a seven-game losing streak. Like, watching them play, you're like, oh, this isn't a great team. Even watching them come back in the third, I'm looking at the shots they're hitting, and I'm like, yeah, but they're not just, you know, doing good things. You know, like, okay, they're getting fouled. That's what's happening. Miles Turner, you know, is hitting some shots. You know, he's, he's using his size because he's good. You know, he's doing those kind of things. But I'm just looking at it like, it's McConnell. You know what I mean? Like, look, ain't nobody, them dudes ain't going to cook the Bulls. Uh-uh. Put them on the skillet. Fried them. Died them and laid them to the side. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. Dude, it's the Pacers, bro. It's the Pacers. <laughs> Dave went to France and came back with the whole. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't never heard that term? Man, we got to hang out. He went to Paris and, be <laughs> and became a fancy man. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Garcon, 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 Garcon. Remember that? A little Garcon. We were sitting at an airport bar at Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris, getting ready to fly home Sunday. <laughs> and 
It's me and Big Dave and our guy, RG. Shout out. And uh, Big Dave looks over me. He's like, you ready for this? I've been waiting to say this to somebody all week. <laughs> all week. And he goes to get the bartender's attention by yelling, Garçon! <laughs> Garçon! And it worked. It worked. <laughs> she turned right around. I'm like, you're damn right you did. Thank you for doing that. I was very excited to use that. But I'm not I can't believe you waited this. that long to bust it out. We were at the airport bar getting ready to go home, and then yeah. and then you bust that out? I'm all about the timing. If time wasn't right until that moment right there, and that was the time to use it, and it worked wonderfully. And it made you feel like a fancy man. Yes. I was Which like, actually, even more fancy. Bowtie came out. I was right. was good timing because we couldn't feel like fancy men flying home because we couldn't upgrade. This is true. Business class was full. This is true. I had to sell had to fly, the extra leg room. Had to fly in steerage <laughs> with, the, with the commoners. Yeah. <laughs> and your exit row with extra leg room. With extra leg yeah. room. Poor thing. Still had you know extra leg room. Oh, no. Uh, it, was, it was actually very funny when we got through security. And I was like, you know, let's just get to the gate. I'm going to check one more time to see if they have any upgrades. <laughs> he is spoiled now, ladies and gents. Dude, once you, once you do it, you can't. Once, once you taste that good life. I know. Hey, man. Welcome. I was. It was my first time ever flying first class. I never want to go back. You never want to go back. I'm telling you, you Dude. never want to go back. It is worth it, except for the part that where you know it would bankrupt me if every yes. time well, I flew, I flew first class. This is correct. This is correct. Because I'm, I'm not an NBA player. I'm just a guy. He's not on He's, a YouTube show. This guy throwing hats, yelling about a team who blew a lead to a trash team. But you know what? Maybe if we got enough super chats, we could fly first class all the time. Get those super chats up, guys! Come on, people! Come on with the super chats. Speaking of those, <laughs> we need to fly first class. Uh, what are we? ridiculous way to ask people for super chats <laughs> but let's get to some shall we steven what do we got who do we got para junior sports here my guy i want to tweet tj has zach in jail after the second play of the game then i cursed the rest of the game that's my beef well it wasn't just you and me cursing the team apparently that's good to know that's good you're not alone not alone oh, you're cursing of the watching tj mcconnell give your two-time all-star <laughs> max player <laughs> the business the work for 48 minutes. The business. Huh? That just takes it out of your soul. The business, man. Takes a, uh, takes a bite right out of your soul. Shout out to our guy Alexander with a super chat saying, I swear Zach tied his shoes together and dipped his hands in, oh, in a bucket of oil before the fourth <laughs> quarter. <laughs> also, Io made TJ McConnell look like Stockton. <laughs> Are you saying McConnell is a man who uh, does his own research? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, r rough, uh, rough night for Io. Um, it was it was a rough night for that whole backcourt of people guarding, trying to stop <laughs> white chocolate back there. Mm. Jason Williams, like, dude, he was unreal. I'm looking at it like this is you know who this is? Do y'all really I would have called the time. You know guy. who this kid is? Guys. This kid is take a look Chicago. at who is there, guys. He's from Indiana. <laughs> like that is McConnell. He has a four inch vertical. <laughs> 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 oh my god that's why this kid is not special that's right this kid is not, this kid special. Is not special it's not special oh what uh, are you doing shout, shout out to tj mcconnell though he he, he, he did some things tonight the, bulls the he, business he put the bulls the through hell tonight business. uh all right shout out to Go our ahead. guy bulls troy from down in australia hey. with a super chat who said here's a super chat for me meeting the great mark k yesterday i saw hey. that tweet made me awesome, so happy man. I guess uh, they were in the same. I can't remember if one went to Melbourne or one went to Adelaide, or, uh, one or the other. Melbourne. Um, hmm? Melbourne. 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 Pretty sure there's an R N in there. That's how they say it. That's how they say it. Right, Mark? 
That's what you say that? Yeah, Mark will, Mark, Mark will confirm. On well, here in Chicago, we call it Melbourne, all right? Melbourne. <laughs> America. I'm from America. So, so glad that one of our super fans, Troy, who's always riding with us, got to meet Mark K. That's cool, man. Our, our Australian representative of Bulls Nation. Dude. <laughs> Shout out to him for that, get, man. Get yourself. Biggest global brand in sports. Yeah. Um, just see if you can fit in Mark's luggage when he comes to Chicago in March. You uh, should join him. Shout out AK. AK with a super chat. Our guy. Tired legs, fatigue, leads to mental breakdowns. No. Uh, what's more, dis- what's most disappointing is we resorted in the second half back to natural tendencies. Iso ball, turnovers, especially Zach. Zach's hand bothering him. That is something we haven't brought up yet. You do That's see true. Zach wearing some sort of brace around yeah. the, like his thumb and for, like first two fingers on that hand. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you pointing at, Will? Trey. Uh, he said he's right. Well, Troy confirming. And Mark K confirming. Melbourne. Okay. Do we think that that hand had something to do with Zach's handles being extra special levels of bad tonight? Back or business. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it had to, right? Like, he was 0 for 7 on threes. Yeah. What was it? 4 of 36 since he hurt his hand. Yeah. There's no way this is not affecting him. Wait, is that real? Yeah. Oh. It's real. And we were just talking about he's 55% on catch and shoot threes. Yeah. It's just, it went off a cliff. There's no way this is not affecting him. Mm. But again, like, at a certain point, you just, if you're out there, you got to be better than what you were. You can't yes. just cough the ball up three times. In the fourth quarter, when you're trying to get back in, in, in a game that you've just blown a 21-point lead. Yeah. Ah. And, it's, and it's not even that, like, okay, fine. Let's say the hand is the reason uh, he's dribbling it off his, off his face. And let's say the hand <laughs> is the reason, you know, he's, he's throwing the ball in the outer space. Like, maybe those are things are true. That has nothing to do with you traveling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what does that have to do with making those kind of decisions? That has nothing to still do with making bad decisions with the basketball. That's what I'm talking about. Fine. If your hand's bothering you, I completely get that, completely understand that. I also think it's bothering his free throw shooting because he's missed more free throws. Uh, he's getting more free throws, but he's also missing a few more than I would like. I'm not used to seeing him miss that many. And it's probably like three that he's missing. But still, but Zach Levine, I'm used to him. Maybe, you know, six or seven or something like that when he mm-hmm. goes to the line. But I'm talking about the bad decisions that we have always seen from Zach Levine. I'm, I thought I was done with that part. That's the part that I was sick of. When, we would, when they started the game, Will, and we saw him make that move, and I was like, oh, he got that twitch. Like, I, I haven't seen that twitch from him all season long. That's the twitch I like. That's what I wanted to see from Zach Levine. He made the right move. Where did that go? That's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Where did that go? Where did making that right decision go? It feels like once he goes into the cave, he's in the cave, man. Everything becomes bad for him when he can't hit his shot. He's a, everything. Just he just forgets how to play basketball. All when when one thing doesn't work, and that's what's more frustrating to me than anything, man. I get the injuries. I understand all that. Has nothing to do with you traveling. Has nothing to do with you not being able to inbound a basketball. That, sir, is on you, period and point blank, man. And those are the things we got to clear up and shore up. And I think one of the things, just thinking back to that stretch that Zach put together where he was just absolutely dominating, was that he was playing off of his shot. Mm -hmm. When he would come off a screen, the defender would be kind of backing off of him or trying to uh, lock and trail and stay on his hip. And Zach would just rise up and hit threes. And at a certain point, if you see that once or twice or three times as a defender – you kind of start to freak out, and you're like, I better get up on this guy and take away the three-point shot. And what did that do? It allowed Zach to put the ball on the floor with an advantage and get downhill. Mm-hmm. When he's got an advantage, he can, like, read the floor well enough to say, okay, 
I'm playing four on three right now. Mm-hmm. There's a defender coming to me. That means somebody's open, pass. Right. Or there's four on three right now, and the help isn't coming over, so I'm just going to go to the basket and lay it up. Right. Like, that, that doesn't happen when the shot isn't there. And, mm. and that's concerning to me. Like, if you take away Zach's shot, obviously he's still capable. This was, like, a outlier bad performance for him. Mm-hmm. But when he's not able to, like, create anything like this and the shot's also not falling, mm-hmm. that's when I said, like, you know, he, he was just – he was hurting you out there. And, and just looking at it, because I'm, I'm looking at his free throw numbers for the year, like, like I was saying, like, it's usually just one that he's missing, like, going through it like that. Since that hand has been, been become an issue for him, he's had two games set when he's been four or seven, mm. at least two. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't done that all year. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not a normal thing for him to do that. So, obviously, I get it. The hand is bothering him. And Zach, we all know, is mentally like, no, dude, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if my leg fall off, I will tuck it in and mm-hmm. I will come out there and play. And I love that about Zach Levine. And he doesn't get enough credit for those kind of things. I'm with him on that. I'm just talking about the bad decision making that happens when it's not going right for you. You didn't that's get when he starts to force it. Exactly. And that's when the bad decisions come. Exactly. Dude, that's what gets you on the bench. Not the shooting, <sighs> but the decision making. That gets you on the bench, bro. Um, speaking of this, maybe Zach forcing things and trying to compensate for this hand that's bugging him. I see a fresh uh, quote here from Zach Levine via Casey Johnson, NBC, saying, uh, Zach, quote, I'm playing with a messed up finger on my shooting hand. You can see by the numbers I'm not shooting the ball well from three. I can still get to the cup and shoot free throws and mid-range. It's affecting my shot, but it won't keep me from trying to help contribute, which goes right back to what you were just saying, Dave. Like when he was playing hurt last season, Mm -hmm. playing through a bad knee, he's still going to try and help this team. And that, you know, he is a proud individual right. who believes that he is one of the reasons that this team wins when they win. And he but is. when he forces it, yeah. it goes from good Zach to bad Zach. Exactly. Exactly, man. We don't like bad Zach. We do not. Speaking because of which, he, he can't come back from that. He never comes We do back. have a few other super chats waiting in the wings. Let's get to those now. Um, McBaconator, our guy, saying, ugh, Zach had a terrible game. Really hate this team tonight. Good thing the sun rises again tomorrow. Yes, sir. The old team showed up tonight. Just ugh. That's it. Yes, McBaconator, you you feel how we feel. Oh, somebody hits with the Euros. Mm. Uh, Bugs Bunny in the Super Chat saying, did Zach have money on the Pacers tonight? Because (laughs) woof. Man. Woof is correct. Eh? Uh, Aggie, a super chat with the Euros. Got to start working on the Marquee level of Phantom to get a CSGO Bulls Finland branch out. Greetings <laughs> from Helsinki. Greetings, Shout out friend. to you. Speaking of which, did you see our guy Marquee getting some love from a Finnish media um, source earlier today? That's a flex. They picked up his uh, public apology yes. speech to one Lowry Markkinen yes, from a yes. few days ago. What a hilarious Marque thing. is now Finland famous. <laughs> that is just And that's a top three famous thing right there. All right, being Finland famous is a thing. Then we, I think we were Finland famous for a little bit early on. A little bit. We, because we, we were, um, didn't, <laughs> didn't we play a clip of that Finnish musical group song Correct. about Lowry Correct. Correct. on our episode yeah, of Outsiders? Lowry Lowry. Lowry. <laughs> It was a thing. That was a banger. It was. Oh, Lord. He said, 
I like that one. You slid it in real nice, though. I'm a, I'm I can't say right. banger. No, no, no. Go ahead. You got it. You got it. I wasn't mad at how you said that one. That one was fine. That was completely What was fine. the other word I said I the other day? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> mm, not going to do it. <laughs> can't do it. Shout out to our guy, Manuel. Ever Manuel. the optimist, always in the chat with a super chat after a Bulls win, saying that the, the hype is there and that this team is back. Mm-hmm. From Manuel, I don't know what to do anymore, guys. <laughs> this is fine. Uh, Broken heart emoji. I understand, Manuel. Do you think this happened, that this kind of loss happened, because now the Matt Thomas jersey is no longer in the Madhouse on Madison uh, gift shop? Well, they were nowhere near the Madhouse tonight. I'm just saying. But are you saying that maybe even... I'm just saying maybe it contributed, you know, to, to, to that. The, ma- the magic is gone. The great one is not there. The legend isn't there. You know, and maybe they just feel that in the second half. They were, wait a minute, the okay. legend is gone. So, how about, here's a quick fix. Why sure. don't you just take it back? Because clearly you're the one who bought it. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you mean by that, sir. Why, I would never do that no. to the people. No. No, I wouldn't do that to the people. Because I know what that jersey meant to the people, man. Shout out to Kelly. I know what that jersey meant to the people, so I wouldn't do that. That should belongs in the stadium. I would try to get it hung up. In the stadium. You know, that's the campaign I'd like to start is to get that jersey hung up in the stadium, man. It's the greatest 21 of uh, ever in Chicago Bulls history. Oh. But blatant disrespect to Jimothy Are you, are you baiting Will and Steven right now? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Whoa, whoa, come on. I don't know what you're talking about. What did I say wrong? What did I say wrong? <laughs> We're going to talk about ah, the show. Look at Steve. Look at Steve. I got no dog in this fight. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sorry, Steve. I've been saying this a long time. It's all right. I'm ready for whatever. Bring it on. Dave, Dave is full chaotic evil right now. <laughs> as, as someone who is not anti-Jimmy, but definitely was fine seeing him go, I I have y'all y'all have it out between hey, yourselves. No, it's Because I think no, either way, it's hilarious. It's no fact to have, man. You know, there have been great 21s, amazing 21s. 21 it's Joey. The Chicago Bull 21 Joey. They're incredible ones, man. I'm just talking about the greatest shooter in the history of the world. That's all I'm talking about. That's it. You know what I mean? That's all I'm talking Mar- about. Our guy Mark K in the comments. You can't spell marketing without Mark K. <laughs> this is a fact. That is, that is accurate. This is a fact. Well done, sir. Oh, well done. <laughs> this is true. Shout out to these fans. Man. Oh. These comments are hilarious. Oh, and we get the Zach contract comment. <laughs> where uh, where have you been? I've been waiting for you, Zach contract comment. <laughs> feel like Bulls fans were starting to slip and let me down. <laughs> Predator Farms back. Gaming. What other $200 million player would have a meltdown like that? Please tell me. Every player has a bad game here and there. <laughs> what, what, was our grilling of Zach on tonight's postgame not grilly enough for you? Grilly enough. Grilly enough, man. Could take the taste the gristle. Not grilly enough. That's Fancy right. Man. That's right. Face. <laughs> some dirt on you. Did we did we cover all of our, our super chats? Steve? Ah, okay. One more. One more, super One more chat. guy, AK, Super Chat Round 2. What do you guys think of coaching Carlisle versus Donovan? Could have played Vooch more. I think Vooch played like 34, mm. 30, 30, 33, 33 minutes. I mean, we talked about maybe playing through Vooch more, if yeah. that's what you meant. Yeah, I wanted um, that. I definitely wanted to play through him more and, and get that I've going. I've never but. thought Carlisle is a brilliant X's and O's coach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our pal Sabine. <laughs> 
lifelong Mavs fan, spent years railing on Carlisle when he was running that Mavs team. They don't like any coach. <laughs> but, again, also, I mean, what if you're Rick Carlisle, what do you do? Yeah. All right, Miles Turner and Benedict Matherin, go out there and give me what you can. Right. <laughs> with these scrubs I'm going to throw out there around you. Thinking about taking a step back three, coach. I mean. Yeah, okay. We, we, were, we were talking earlier on about the, the Bulls' inability to get good looks out of timeouts. Mm -hmm. Strong possessions. They did, a couple of times, get good looks for Vooch inside coming out of timeouts, mm -hmm. which is nice. Mm -hmm. And a couple of times, uh, I believe it was an early fourth quarter break, next possession down, came uh, you know, and got DeMar the ball off a curl screen, and DeMar got to his ISO spot and knocked down a bucket. Push the Bulls lead back up a little bit. Yeah. There is that. But I think it's also fair that some Bulls question, Bulls fans question if maybe Billy is not, the, you know, the, the creative kind of coach mm -hmm. who can draw up those plays that will out-coach the other team in those tight late-game moments. I mean, it's been happening a lot Watch this what, year. Look what happened in That's the, in the late-game like, moments. Those, those things have been happening a lot this year. I think it's the fact that terrible out of the timeout that also, also lends to that. Um, but again, like you have to play with the guys that are out there at the same time. Like at some point it is on the players too, but damn, but yeah, part of that has to be on Billy. Like I said, everything good or bad that happens to your team ain't just one thing or, or one person, you know, it, that, that's just not how I've ever looked at it, man. So no, Billy gets some of that too. Um, because I don't want to sit here and talk about him being out coached by Rick Carlisle. You know what I mean? Like that should not be a discussion. Andre Drummond. <laughs> Oh, my God. I forgot to talk oh about Andre God. Drummond. I forgot about Andre it's Drummond. It's a shame we don't have Goon of the Night. Man, dude, dude, he was winning. Let me tell Amen. you right now. The Bulls won this game. Andre Drummond was the Goon of the Night. All right? But he was having Andre Drummond sequences. I thought Billy was doing a good job of when to get him in here. I thought he did a bad job of when to take him out. Right. He <laughs> but, went to Drummond's mid to late third quarter because yeah. Miles Turner was right. wrecking us. Exactly. And you can't just go small ball. It's like, okay, well, maybe throw a bigger body right. at him. Exactly. Which he did. And then it was the Drummond Circus. <laughs> Drummond had seven Dude, points. from the Ringling Brothers, it's the Drummond Circus. <laughs> Drummond had seven points in six minutes, three of four shooting, one of five at the free throw line. They tried to hack a Drummond. But he and was Carlisle minus... didn't know that you can't do that anymore. He was minus seven. And I... Okay, just like going back to Billy for a second, I, I'm trying to look up the after timeout numbers because I just want to see kind of what where the Bulls rank relative to every everyone else. But like, I think Billy says this a lot, and I completely agree that late game scenarios, the ball is going to your best player, and they, they got to make a play. I think the Bulls have since there was like all the drama about you know should Zach get some more opportunities in late game. The Bulls have been playing more through Zach. I'm not saying that's the reason why they lost today. DeMar right. also got a ton of opportunities. Sure. But, like, at the end of the game, the ball is going to find your best player, and they're going to get the opportunity to score, make the mm -hmm. right play, whatever mm -hmm. it is. I don't really have a problem with the way that the Bulls ended the game. And to your point, it, like, for me, it's got to be the guys that are out there. There's only so much you can do. Like, Billy's obviously trying to – Incorporate more stuff offensively. I, I see a lot of games where he has um, variations on plays that he runs or they go to something new. It's like it's not like he's just sitting on his hands out there. And at a certain point, the players have to be the ones that are held accountable because they're the ones executing. And when the Bulls 
play their best. They're playing to that style that I think Billy wants them to get to. Mm -hmm. But when things go wrong, like you said before, they start to devolve. Mm -hmm. And like that can lead to miraculous DeMar game winners. Mm -hmm. Like it did last year where he just like says, I'm better than you and I'm going to score. Or it can lead to really stagnant offense where DeMar gets the same shot that he would had it gone in, but it just doesn't go in. And now the whole narrative is switched. So like, I, I don't really... If anything, I just have a problem with the way that they they fall in the face of adversity. Whenever the intensity gets raised by the Pacers, all of a sudden they forget how to play basketball. They're dribbling off their foot. Mm-hmm. Whenever teams start to get offensive rebounds, mm-hmm. they completely forget how to box out. And it's just like these cycles of things getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And when they have put together good stretches, it's because they've been able to avoid that, to not let the last play bother them and, and get Correct. them out of their game. That's what they talked about last night. And to devolve in such a explosive fashion mm. the way that they did tonight, I think indicates that this team just hasn't really grown the way that we thought they have. Or hoped we have. Like it's, it's just been that bad. And to see, like, watch, watch Carlisle make those adjustments in that fourth quarter was when DeMar started getting that basketball, the double teams were flying right. in his face. I yeah. When when Zach Levine had the basketball, McConnell was on him. Period. Point blank. Didn't matter when he if he set the pick. When then that just meant it, double team was coming. Yeah. And I thought that was excellent uh, adjustment right there. He was like, "Oh, Zach is, has how many turnovers? I don't care what pick comes. He's double team. You know what I mean? Let him make a decision. Force him to make a decision. That's great coaching. Honestly, that is really great coaching and a great adjustment uh, right there by by Rick Carlisle for them in the fourth quarter." Uh, but them on the other end, I didn't see that for the Bulls. They, it was the same old thing that I was used to seeing all season long. You know, they would penetrate. You know, either a guy is cutting, you know what I'm saying, to the basket, and the, the guy penetrating finds him, gets the easy lay-in. Can't get an offensive rebound, tips it out to the three-pointer, takes another three-point shot, misses it, gets another rebound, gets another three-point shot off the rim and in. Like, those kind of things that weren't going on tonight. Uh, AK says we missed Dragic uh, tonight. I'm not even putting this on Dragic either. You were up 21. You were up 21 against a team that lost seven in a row that didn't have their best player. Like, yeah. come on. Like, there's, uh-uh. It don't matter if they don't have Dragic. Uh-uh. Like, come on, dude. Like, uh-uh. no, it doesn't matter, man. They're supposed to win this basketball game, and that's the frustration. And not just They're supposed, supposed to. to win that one. You need to. We are Boom. past the point Come on, of, GOAT. <laughs> we're past the point of, like, Ah, we'll get the next one. They're mm, running out of time you, right. here. You I, can't, we, oh, well, we'll get the next one on a game like this. Right. And I, I cannot help but say, like, yes, they have put together a stretch here that looks better. They've also had three really bad losses in a row that broke up that eight and three stretch or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. They've had now this awful loss. Awful. And, like, if the goal of the season is what Arturis Karnaschova said that it was at the beginning of the year when he sat on the podium and said, our goal is to be better than we were last year. You're three games under 500, 50 some odd games into the year. Yep. You're the 10th seed hanging on by threads. Mm-hmm. Threads. Mm-hmm. Even if you do make a run here and you get up to the eighth seed, like they had a chance to if they won this game tonight, where now you're putting pressure on Indy, you jumped them in the standings, mm-hmm. and you got the tiebreaker with Atlanta, the two teams ahead of you. These games could not have been more important to the schedule. Correct. You don't get to lose these games. You don't get to. Ooh. And so. Oh. I, it just, yeah, I mean, we talk about these things every time there's a bad loss, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, there's been a lot of them, but, like, what? <laughs> you better know it. 
You better know it, Steve. You I, better I, hit this man. I hate to tell you. I hate to tell you. But like it does. It does have to. You have to reframe. How you feel about this team at the trade deadline? Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for the trade deadline because it's going to tell us so much about the front office, the players, mm-hmm. and and what kind of team they think they are, mm. and, and what they're trying. And to when do. they keep on yeah. having losses like this one, it just reinforces the idea that they are to me they're not a team even close that, to being. They're good a team enough. that really likes what they have when they're healthy. Will they're three games under five hundred? They're in tenth place. Ah, uh, no, but Lonzo, he'll come back. It'll that's, be great. That's why he's you don't. The <laughs> You don't. You don't get to. I don't think you really get to think that way when you are in the position. No, I know. I agree with you. I'm being a sarcastic asshole. I know. (laughs) The Bulls piss me off tonight. We're tag teaming the haters right now. We got. We got to take a quick break, um, and then we'll come back to wrap things up. Take a look ahead at the Bulls' next cushy, winnable game that they'll probably choke away. Big Dave, Steven. What time is it? Game time. Woo. You that man. Ready. He's a professional. Ready. He's a professional. Oh, man. You see that, Joe? That goes you see that, Joe? I watched the go. shows. I, I watched saw Joey hanging out in the comments earlier. <laughs> be ready to go. We love be Joey. on point. The timing be right. That man be doing his thing, man. I love it. Game time. The hottest new ticket insight that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting there saying you thought never good? 50-yard line court tab behind on plate. Floor seat of the concert. It's possible with the game time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought that you could never, ever buy because you won't find better deals this season to go see the Chicago Bulls. And just like here at CHGO, it's created by the fans and for the fans, and they guarantee you, 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 your wonderful self out there, the lowest price possible. So if you love CHGO, and we know that you do. Oh. Then you'll love game time. Because the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. But that is after you hit that thumbs up right there and say, show your love to CHGO. And then you can join the over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and scored the best seats to all your favorite events. Because, Matt Pat, what time is it? Game time, who? <laughs> That's how you get ready, Bulls. That's how you come out of halftime, Bulls. God! I can do it. Why can't you do it? I don't know, man. We have hat throws, and now we have a phone throw. Oh! Careful. Hey, you only learned that lesson once, Steven. (laughs) Why why are you throwing your phone? It was... uh, it was actually, I think, a Blackhawks playoff loss. Okay. Shout out to our Blackhawks guys who are waiting in the wings watching Blackhawks live right yes, now. Correct. Stay tuned. Yes. Blackhawks postgame coming up later tonight. Hi, Mario. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> which cup run it was, but it was one. It was, I think it was 15 when they had like a zillion overtime playoff games. Okay. And it was just adrenaline, adrenaline, adrenaline. Uh-huh. And they lost, I think, a game that went to either double or triple overtime in the playoffs. Uh-huh. And my phone somehow... Escaped my grasp and flew right into the drywall of my living room. Escaped twice. Put a, put a big old dent in the drywall and a worse dent in my phone. Oh man! So you're like those cowboy fans that are like punching their TVs. I don't do that. You do no. Okay, so that you draw the line at punching a television. I draw the line at remote. Okay. I've definitely thrown and broken several remote controls. Okay. I've right. never at a TV and I've never broken a TV. Got Not, you. <laughs> knock on wood yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. Another one of these losses. Right. Oh, dude. Yeah. 
For real. We'll see. Uh, quick reminder, everybody, to subscribe to our CHGO Sports YouTube channel if you aren't already. Also, consider signing up to become a diehard if you aren't already. Why not? The diehard members of our CHGO community get all of the best perks and the best content. Diehard level, beautiful writing, sports writing, and not just from our guy, Will to go Golly, from, from all of our credentialed reporters covering the other teams here in Chicago. Some of that stuff that's still behind that paywall, plus our uh, our virtual happy hours that we've been doing with the Bears crew, yeah. Plus amazing deals and discounts on all of our public events, like not just the CHGO Bears tailgates, but the takeover parties. Yeah. Speaking of, we got our first Blackhawks takeover coming oh, up around the corner. On the way, diehards get a discounted price to that. Come on, they get you the ticket, the pregame drinks, the new. Retro CHGO Hawks shirt that's yeah. dropping as a part of that takeover Ooh, ticket package. What's going on? Discounts every time you shop at the CHGO Merch Locker. The perks are endless, endless. if you want to be a diehard. So you know you do. Mm-hmm. So do it. Do it. Diehard. Diehard. You diehard? You diehard? Diehard one, two, and three. Boom. With a vengeance. Ugh. Maybe the best one? <laughs> it was the best one for me. It was the best, best one. one. It was the best one. It was the best one. Uh, all right, guys. Will the go got Charlotte in your face. Charlotte Hornets on deck. I saw somebody in the comments. It's been scrolled past, but I saw somebody in the comments a few minutes ago saying, is LaMelo Ball still injured? Because if so, the Hornets are winning by 20. Oh, man. Right. They're going to sit out their best players and then just clamp the Bulls. That's and, the formula for victory against yeah. the Bulls. I'm so mad We I said this yesterday. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know what they can be, but game by game here, this like this team struggles against these these really bad teams, man, and we see it again. I don't know what it is, man, to just struggle so bad against these bad teams. At least last year, you could look and say, oh, yeah, well, there's no way you're beating that team. They're way better than you. We get it. You got Giannis out there. You got Embiid out there. Great. Makes sense. You lost your point guard. You're dealing with the injuries. Great. Understandable. Makes sense. But if you keep whooping on those teams that are lesser than you, fine. You'll get to the playoffs. That's exactly how it happened. This year, oh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, sorry. Can I get that one more time? I don't know what it is, man. Uh-oh, guys. The Bulls broke Dave again. <laughs> they got man, it's that. broken. But, dude, it just it really makes no sense. And when you lose, and not even to, like, bad teams that are, like, on the border of being good, you know, you're like, oh, you're right there. You know, like, oh, man, that team, you know, that's an up-and-coming team right there. I this, understand that This is that an up-and-coming team. If they had their best player. This is my point. Their best, they don't have Continuity their best player. will. And they lost seven straight. You know what I mean? That's not unbecoming. You know what I'm saying? That's eastbound and down. <laughs> they hold the way out of there. But, man, dude, like, it's those kind of losses against them, those kind of teams where that they've had several times this year. That, that Those losses, I, I truly don't understand. You do not get to have those losses that if you're is, trying to make the playoffs. I mean, print and ship that right there. That's the truth. You don't get to have these kind of losses, sir. You don't get it. You don't get to have that if you're trying to make the playoffs and be good. Like, you don't get it, man. Uh, trash. Our our guy uh, our guy TJ is hanging out in a super chat talking about Dale and Terry. Is 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 the Dale and Terry energy juice honestly something that Billy has to consider at this point? Because he keeps talking about this team is a high character team, but we can't keep coming out here with these lack of composure games or these bad quarters and this lack of focus, this lack of energy. I mean, Bulls fans 
have, I think, a right to wonder. Uh-huh. I, it hasn't been driving me crazy. Uh-huh. Rookies are rookies. Sure. Some of them are ready to play. Some aren't. Sure. 18th overall pick. Some Bulls fans have been wondering aggressively yeah. and out loud why Dalen hasn't been able to get Tick on this team. We were just talking after last night's game about the fact that, hey, well, as long as Javante is out, it looks like Billy's found his rotation. Yeah. And it's the five starters, and it's Caruso, and it's uh, Kobe, and it's Derek Jones Jr. Maybe a little bit of Dragic in there when he's available. A little sprinkle. But Dalen Terry, man, I watched the Bulls all access on their Paris trip this morning. Yeah. We got a taste of that Dalen Terry, you know, interviewing his teammate stuff. Uh, and, uh, you know, you and RG captured some of that, Will, Will which Will is great. There was more of it in that All Access episode. <laughs> and it was Dalen Terry running around like a crazy person <laughs> on a basketball court. And it's like, man, that guy has so much pent-up energy right now. Yeah. Unleash the beast, Billy! <laughs> I need some of it! Because, God, I'm sick of watching this lethargic-ass basketball team. Yeah, yeah. They need something out there, man. I, I agree with that. I don't know exactly what he's going to bring as far as on the court, but I'm always with trying anything and trying new things. Because you can't sit here and say, well, we want to make because, you know, we're working on this and working on that right now. That don't work right now when you're talking about, like Will said, you're trying to make the playoffs and you're trying to get to 500 and you're trying to do these things. If you're trying to get to 500, that means what you're doing ain't working yeah. all the time. And you need to change some things up and switch some things. So I'm with trying whatever. I, I know Billy has been that. I've said that a million times about him, about trying whatever, man. But Dalen's just not getting that tick out there. I think Dalen is still a bit away. Mm-hmm. But you gotta you gotta do something. The thing about this game is that they were playing really really well. They really were. And so it's like if it if it ain't broke, like why would you, why would you go to Dale and Terry when you're up twenty? I mean maybe that is a reason because you're just so confident that you're gonna be able to control this game. Right. But then when things start going south, and you're in the fourth quarter, and you give up a lead, obviously Dalen's not gonna be in in those minutes. Right. Um. I really like what we've seen out of that trio of Derek Jones, of Caruso. And of Kobe White, bench-wise, you can't really play just eight guys a night in the NBA over the course of an 82-game season. So throw them in there. Why not? Um, You do need the energy. But, again, if you're going back to this idea, like, this is really sticking with me. Uh This idea of, like, we couldn't handle their intensity. (laughs) Dylan Terry does not strike me as a guy right now at this point in his career who's going to be able to handle that intensity well. Just Mm. because he doesn't have the experience. It's not anything about him. But it's, like, just my perception of where he is as – a basketball player is like, I don't know that he's ready to, to be in a situation like that and take advantage. Right. Do I think he could get minutes? Do I think they should put him out there? Sure. But there's a time and a place, and I don't really think that was the problem with this game. And uh, our, our teammate Mark Gay in the comments that. pointing out, I think something that's a very fair point, if you need the 18th pick in the draft to juice your veteran-laden team into gear every night, it says a lot about your vets. But also, like, Walker Kessler was the 25th pick. AJ Griffin was 16. Tari Eason was 17. Mm -hmm. Like, these guys can play. Yeah. And it's it's a little weird that the Bulls have been so bad at drafting. I I shouldn't say so bad, but, like, the guys that they've drafted – haven't been able to contribute early. I, right, right. I think right, that really right, frustrates some guys. Right. We're seeing the sparks from Kobe finally understanding things in year four. Right. So like it takes time. I'm not, and I, I agree with what Mark's saying. Like, if if you need energy from your 18th pick for a guy like Dalen, who I don't think is quite ready, that says something about your team. 
But it's different than just saying, like, oh, well, the Jazz could really use a guy like Walker Kessler. He's not getting minutes. Right. Well, gentlemen, as we speak, the Hornets are losing to the Suns by 20. Uh, so they're getting nice and prepped up for the Bulls to help them back into the win column on Thursday. <laughs> you are welcome. Hornets 13 and 35. If they drop this one to the Suns tonight, it'll be 13 and 36. Mm. That is the team on deck for the Bulls. Mm. Can you get that done? Because you should have been 23 and 24 after tonight with that game being your chance to get back to 500 for the first time since six and six, Stephen? Yeah, six and six. six I think it was November 7th. And six. Early November. 12 games into the season is the last time this Bulls team was at or above 500. And you had a chance to get there on Thursday, and you messed it up by dicking around, playing with your food. And letting I the Pacers right into now. this game after he had a 21-point lead. You can't. Man, long, hard look in the mirror for Billy and his players tonight after that. That is crap. Crap! That is crap, and that is 60 minutes. A bunch minutes. of crap! That's, which means I'm done. It wasn't 150, but oh Lord, it, no, was, bad. it was bad. It was bad. That was this bad. Done. Duh. Period. I'm done. And I'm it's done not just how team. bad this game was. It's the accumulation of, was this rock bottom? Let's find out next time. Right. <laughs> tune, in, tune in next next time on What's This Rock Bottom? I believe it was uh, uh, Colin or maybe Connor, one of our regular commenters earlier on in tonight's postgame, saying, so, worst loss of the season, part seven? Right, right man. It's up there. What a game show. It's that definitely is. up there. It we are out of time bottom. for now. Uh, we have our guy, Will the Go Golib, and our other guy, Mark K, dropping a fresh Bulls HQ for y'all tomorrow. Some heat tomorrow on Tomorrow afternoon, Chicago time. We'll see if I'm still hot at 4 p.m. Still hot. I, I certainly will be. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's a regular day, though, Matt. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Here it is. What are you talking about? In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. Bulls underscore pack, bow, B-A-W-L sports, Will underscore Godly. Make sure you're reading everything that man writes at allchgo.com. Hey. I'm a fancy man. I'm a classic man. You know who else is a fancy man? <laughs> Our wonderful producer, Steven Nicholas. Appreciate you for filling in again tonight. Hey. While Joey's off doing God knows what, not too busy to hop into the comments. <laughs> you know we can. We love you, Joe. We miss you. We'll see you next time. And we'll see you next time, Bulls Nation. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Hit that thumbs up button on your way out if you haven't already. We appreciate it. It helps us out a ton. Yeah. Make sure you're subscribed to that CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Keep it locked right here. CHGO Blackhawks with our crew, Mario, Greg, and Jay, coming up around the corner. See Red be good. Talk soon.